Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, everybody, welcome back. It is another episode of DadCast. As always, I am JP. He is Nick Martin. How are you, bud? Good, man. How are you? Good, man. We are back at the hall in Grants Pass doing another episode here in this crazy, awesome, kick-ass establishment. Thank you for the hall, or thank you to the hall for uh, providing us these facilities. We appreciate it so much. Hell yeah. Yeah, buddy. Uh, I'm going to turn you up a little bit. Dude, I'm so stoked for this episode, too. This is I haven't seen Mo in, it's been years. It's been a long time. It has been a long time. It has been a long time. Let's introduce our guest today. On the show, uh, longtime friends, and I mean, I've known one of these guys for a long time. In fact, you, you, you'll see on the camera here shortly, he brought in his son. I remember when he was just a wee little gay, and I, I remember, I, I might have even held you when you were a baby, dude. I'm just saying, it's very possible. Welcome to the show, Mo Provolt and his son, Mason. How are you, bud? Good to see you, man. What up? Yeah? What yes, up? What up? How are things? Things are pretty good. Yeah? We're having a good time. <laughs> it's a man of many words, as yeah. always. I love talking. This one's going to be short and sweet, party people. Um, and we're done. And yeah, thanks for watching DadCast. Have a great rest of your day. See ya. We'll catch you all next week. Uh, joining us also is our man, our friend, our buddy. He's over here. His name is Fred Poole. How are you, bud? I'm doing good. Fan. Excited to be on my first podcast. This experience. is your very, we're popping what? your cherry? Yeah, that's right. All right. Well, welcome to the world of podcasts, man. No pressure. We're just hanging out, <laughs> chit-chatting. Um, so for those of you who are not aware, uh, DadCast, uh, the premise of the show is uh, two dads, Nick and I, talk to other dads, uh, typically celebrity dads. So in this case today, you guys are celebrities. Fantastic. Thank you. At least here locally. That is, that is for damn sure. Um, about being dads, the path, the adventure, and everything that uh, you know, comes with being a father. With that being said, Fred Poole, are you a dad? I am a dad. Yeah? A couple of daughters. Yeah. How old are they? Young adults. 20, 22. Okay. Yeah. Out of the house. Wow. So we have questions for you we regarding do. that. We can okay. find out when it gets normal again. Yeah. Is, is everything normal? Did you have some issues? I do, mean, do we're talking like 13 to, you know, still going through 18, yeah. one of my daughters. Yeah. Uh, very difficult. Very, very, uh, basically, they hate us. And yeah. there's no rhyme or reason to it. Yeah. Did you go through that? Yeah. Uh, enough of that. I mean, to, to say that I experienced it, I had kind of a unique experience uh, they lost their mom. You know, it was a very sad. She died uh, in 2019. Okay. And so it was, a, you know, as far as a dad, it right. was a very interesting time. And so uh, I didn't get to see what, how that tapers off in the normal way, you know. Uh, and so there was a lot of uh, responsibility heaped on me, I felt, you know. But, yeah, uh, the normal friction, you know, uh, plus the... Um, Forces of independence, you know, wanting to get out. Right. On their own. The force of independence. That is a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. It's like a gravitational force. And, um, but they and gravitate I, back when they need the ATM. Yeah. Yeah. And, ah, and, and that, yes. that phase has a long arm, you know. Uh, but I, I feel like at this point they're actually pretty independent. And, uh, you know, as far as the exit, their, their little pod exiting. My spacecraft, uh, right. I feel like mission accomplished, 
kind of. I know? understand that. I mean, I'm still very far away from that being a reality in my life. Uh, you met him. My son is off camera. He's right over there. He's 12. He's going to be 13 in a few months. Um, my oldest stepdaughter, uh, stepdaughter, she's 18. And my baby girl is going to be 10 in a month, almost from the day. 10. Wow. My little. Isn't Mo? How old's your little now? She's thirteen. Oh my God! You're just, you're, I definitely you're held her. I'm just right on. Start. It. Yeah. <laughs> you're a snort. The snort. Yes. Yes. Oh man. She will definitely appreciate that you called her that on online. Well, that's awesome. So I'm that's guessing that's sarcasm. This will this will be the clip right here. That's, <laughs> that's gonna go. she used to love it, and she <laughs> well, only has you to blame, man. She, that's she right. does, but she doesn't typically tolerate other people calling her that. Right, son? Yeah. Yes. So let's talk. Mason. There you go, buddy. First yeah, of all, Mason, what, what encouraged you to, uh, did dad make you come on this podcast today? Did you want to? Did you not have a choice? What is going on? I was just told we're doing a podcast, so I was like, heck yeah. All right. Cool. Nice. All right. And you guys, by the way, are all members of a band, yes? Yeah. Called Two Piece Face. And if you guys can check out their shirts. Uh, they're pretty awesome, man. It's like the intro screamed in Nintendo games. I love it. And Mo did bring me a shirt, but he didn't bring an uh, extra large fat guy. So um, it's not working out for me today, man. Me either. <laughs> that fat guy tax strikes again. <laughs> it does. So tell us, actually, Mo, I, I want to ask you. Um, it, these are questions that, gosh, when we first met, when you were back in your band in the dry season days, that I, I never thought I would ever ask you. But here we are. So I'm going to ask him. 17 and a half years ago, give or take, you were, uh, it was a day, right? And you were let know somehow, some way that you, in fact, were going to become a dad. Right. Can you recall that day, the emotions, what happened? Well, I was, I was pretty apprehensive about it because uh, we lost one prior to him. So I was honestly scared to death of it. And it was really hard for me to get excited about it because I didn't want a repeat of the first one. So I pretty much held the cards pretty close to my chest. I didn't let myself get happy or excited about it until right. the day he was out. And then it was on. Is this uncomfortable for you, Mason, talking about that? Let's talk about how you were conceived, son. Yes. Oh, let's go. <laughs> We've, I've never actually, that is a question, Nick, that I, I've, I've hesitated and I've wanted to ask so many guests. Well, there's, like, it's so cool. Like, I wanted to ask Randy Couture, can you recall the night you conceived? Well, see, and I, tell us about that. But then you got I, like my story where I got to I can see my kids in a little doctor's office. Well, your test tube babies, yeah. yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Like baby batter doctor did a pretty good job. My kids are kind of cute. My uh, did my you pay extra for that? I did. <laughs> I was Lots like, extra, yeah, dude. Like, can you find some, all that dad cast yeah. royalty? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah that, that Joe Rogan money we haven't seen yet. <laughs> I'm like, can you find someone that's you know blonde, blue eyes? <laughs> It's, you know, maybe could be successful in life. And son, if you have any questions about what we're talking about, you can ask me on the way home. Okay. The stork brings the baby. a fun car ride. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, Mason, it's about to get really uncomfortable. Uh, remember <laughs> when he was born? Remember that day? Prior to that. <laughs> were you in the room? How oh, did yeah. the birth go with this guy? Yeah, I was, I was there. I stood there like a statue like I was supposed to. I made the mistake of telling my wife, like, hey, if you, you know, if it hurts that bad you need to bite down on something just let me know and i'll i'll throw you the arm right and we didn't coordinate this very well and so the bite did happen but it happened oh right he has a robotic nipple now by I the do. way interesting it's a prosthetic and uh i wasn't super stoked about that 
she clamped down pretty good for a second, and I, I acted like it didn't hurt. But, uh, yeah, he came out. Not too many issues, which uh, that was a blessing. I got to cut the cord and all that. And, you know, she'll tell the story about how easy the, the childbirthing was to make other females hate her and be jealous. Sorry, that's, you know, just one of those things. But, you know. All well, right, all yeah. right. And what about? I didn't pass out. How did it go with a snort? <laughs> snort was basically the same story. I mean, it was an easy one. We didn't have issues. Right. And, yeah. What about you, Fred? Uh, How was your birthing experience? Uh, yeah, I was just reflecting on that because you guys talking about it, and I was just uh, wanting to ask Mo if uh, the, wasn't the umbilical cord rather tough, like tougher than you thought, right? Yeah, I had to take a couple saws at it. <laughs> I was expecting yeah. less resistance. They gave me like these like high power graded ones. You know, it was easy for me. It was I think I got an exacto knife from the dollar store. Is what they gave me. <laughs> I asked my mother-in-law to do it. I was oh. like. Oh, you didn't want to pass out? No, I didn't. I didn't know. The doctor tricked me to look when the baby was popping out, so I already saw enough grossness. Well, you, you didn't ch- cut the umbilical cord? No, dude, I can't. You won't take rides in Cobras. I, you won't <laughs> cut your kid's umbilical cords. I'm starting to think, you know, for such a large man, you're very afraid of many things. I am, dude. Blood, like, Liam last night, yeah. he freaking, like, ate shit hard. And, like, I was like, uh, babe, you need to handle this. I'm going to hold the baby. Right, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, so she's handling bruises, screaming kid, bone popping out his arm. He broke his arm. No, it looked like it. it like, okay. Dude, it really looked like it. The bone, like his arm was sticking out like that far. Okay. We're like, we got to go to the hospital. There actually wasn't a bone, though. It no, was just no, like a good no, knot. No. It was a good knot. Okay. Yeah. I was, I was then why would you say a bone is sticking out of your son's yeah, that, arms? That's the impression I got, too. Right? Looked, I mean, that... Looked, if you saw this, you'd be like, let's go to the hospital right now, because it looks like his bone is sticking out of his arm. <laughs> okay. It was pretty gnarly. All was, right. And then I almost puked. I was like, no, <laughs> I can't oh. handle it. <laughs> Nope. Yeah. That's my co-host, y'all. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, you, you asked me about Hashtag how the experience went. And, and yes. the umbilical cord Sorry, Fred. Really, I'm just trying to get back on task. Yes. Uh, the umbilical cord was really tough, and, and for me, it was, uh, I needed, like, some serrated, you know, scissors or something. Ooh. Okay. it was sliding out. And uh, anyways, I successfully did that. But uh, for me, I think the most memorable part of, uh, especially the first uh, birth, was that uh, you know, you go through all that experience with the preparing the Lamas and all that training and stuff, and you think that you're going to be this coach and stuff. And for me, uh, my wife, she was so, like, into the zone. She uh, And I, I, I really spent more time than probably some people thinking about what was going on. But I think what was happening for her was that uh, she was so in tune with the breathing, that was helping her and I actually I used to run a lot and I, mm-hmm. you get side aches and what I learned is that if you inhale and kind of hold it for a second it, it elongates the muscle and makes it relax so I think that's what that breathing I'm not an expert you know I, I don't know what goes on for sure in, right. inside that mystery body of the woman but uh, to me it seemed like every time I came to ask her if uh, she wanted help or anything, coaching, cheering on. She would go, no, 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 go away, you know. And little by little, I, I realized that I was distracting her, and it would hurt because she would lose her concentration. She was counting breaths. Right. And it's like uh, she was memorizing when the cramp was coming by the number of breaths. So she was totally in the zone, and I was bored. And I kept going out there and feeling like, you know, not, not important in this operation. 
And so after a while, I realized that, yeah, I just should stay over here. Don't bother her. It's taking her out of the zone. And so I decided to start writing uh, a book that I had always been wanting to write, uh, a book about guitar. And uh, it's, it's actually available now on Amazon. Look at this guy. <laughs> nice All right. Plug. Nice plug. <laughs> what is the name of the book and where can they find it? it Amazon? It, yeah, it's on uh, Amazon. It, right now it's an e-book. And it's soon to be, I just got the proof uh, to be printed. Uh, they print it on demand. It's actually pretty cool that way because I don't have to fork out a bunch of money. Inspired during the birth of your child. Yeah, it's something that had been floating around my way of looking at uh, the instrument. Uh, and it actually, strangely enough, has helped me learn how to play other instruments. So it's not just guitar, but it's called the Rosetta Stone of guitar. And uh, yeah, I wrote it right here at Asante, you know, started mm. writing it right then and finished it later, but um, yeah, so that's, that's, I, impressive. that's how I spent my time. That's a great story. Mo, follow that. Okay, so my book is about, <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't have a book. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, so what instruments do you play then? Well, my main instrument is guitar. Uh, but of Which course, he doesn't play in our band, so that works out. Yeah, um, I just go where the needs are, but I, I of course, play bass. Um, it's not my main instrument, but I definitely uh, appreciate and uh, I would like to get, I mean, I, I'm, I'm just kind of greedy. I want to be good at everything. But uh, I also play piano, cello, uh, you know, xylophone, uh, even some, I can fake. A lot of this is degrees of faking it, you know? Right. Because I'll That's get all a musician is. Yeah. I mean, truly. And uh, even on the guitar, I mean, if you've done any recording of, of instruments, it's, you pick you cherry pick, you know, and I don't care if I have to do it 50 times, I'll finally get what I want uh, within reason. And, and so with other instruments that I'm weaker on, like even the saxophone, I've done some, you know, succeeded in getting some runs that were decent. Uh, it, it's just finding that phrase and, you know, um, it's, it's less work if you're actually good at it. You know? Right. Because I play drums too, and it used to be a real struggle to get what I needed for a song and I'd have to get up and stop and discard it and try again. And uh, little by little, I got to where I could uh, not only do longer stretches of successful you know, uh, tracks, but also I learned some editing tricks, like how to nudge. If I just got off a, or a, a little ahead of the beat in this one section, I can scoot it over, and then I don't have to do the whole thing over. There you go. Ah, modern technology at its finest. Cheating. We were, we were talking about editing off the air, so it's like I know exactly what you're talking about right there. Makes it fun. Uh, not, it's not cheating. You use it to your advantage, Mo. So tell us about two-piece face, Mo Provolt. Okay. What's the deal? How, how did it become together? And, uh, yeah, go. So this is kind of... My whatever comes out of me musically is what these guys are stuck playing along with. Uh, after dry season, I needed time off. You know, I got a lot of offers. Hey, come play with us. Hey, let's do this. Hey, let's do that. And it's like, no, I just need some time. But that time period just kept going and going and going. Was, yeah. And I just stayed out of it. And, and um, I ended up leaving my job of 15 years just because I was burnt out and I was tired and I was depressed and it was just like, I got to get out of here and just kind of have a hard reset. And uh, so I started writing songs again and it, it, I didn't have the dry season guys. It was just me now, but you know, we were all pretty collective with it. So these songs are just kind of the product of me. Um, and 
over the years we've just I've just been plugging away at it and then you know he's been drumming since he was born so he's uh, obviously the modern day partridge family happening yeah, here he's, he's forced to play along even if he doesn't want to because I'm his dad so you know <laughs> what type of music what genre would you classify two piece well, I face? listened to it and it was boy band Dude, oh like, yeah, it was like we're going like, for a boy what? band pop sound yeah, for sure because that's yeah. that's what I am passionate yeah. about. I was like, wow, dude, this is really really cool. Like a total complete one eighty from walk the walk, talk the talk. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mo, I can shut his mic off. Just <laughs> I, say the I, word. I support that. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't even know what to call it. That's like the worst question in the world <laughs> to ask. It it's like. Well, we're kind of something like these guys and this, and then you take well, this no, out. I, I, I didn't like, ask who you sounded like. I yeah. said, what would you classify your genre? Are you rock? Are it's, you, are you? It's rock, and then he throws in blast beats and double kick whenever he can because he's an angsty teenager. Fair enough. And, uh, you know, we try to have catchy hooks and, you know, just some aggression and distorted guitars. So, I mean, All right, there we have also it. have the synthesizer, too. So we're we're just having fun with, with it and... I love that, man. The fact that your son's playing, I mean, that's what this is dad cast is all about, you know, trying to do, I'm trying to do more with this kid over here, but I've been working so much lately, and I can tell you right here, because I got the cameras rolling, and I'm pointing at you, and I'm looking at you, son, I want to do more, I'm sorry I have to work so much, you'll understand when you're older, but trust me, this summer's going to be amazing and kick-ass because I'm working so much, all right, I hope you understand. Uh, the fact that you two get to do this together, I mean, that's amazing, man, that's great. How, Mason. Seriously, as an angsty 17-year-old teenager, I'd like your thoughts of playing in a band with your dad. What is it like from your eyes and your perspective? Well, I just think it's really nice to prepare for doing stuff in the future because, I mean... Okay, I'm, I'm going to stop. This isn't, a, this isn't a high school a job interview, man. Well, I okay? know. But. You just think it's really nice that it's... Come on, man. Is, be is, real is with it, us, is man. It, How, is, it, is it badass to be at a show playing drums? Your dad's up there just doing his thing, and you you got these moments with your dad. Is it, that I think that's more like what we're going for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. It's really cool, especially when we interact on stage. That's one of my favorite things. Nice. It's just like you just feel this really deep connection with through music. And, and keep it up. And I hope you guys are yeah. successful with this for a long time. The reason I asked that, I set you up. You are now officially the second child of a guest that we've yeah. had on. And the first guest we had on were a couple of guys named Vinny. And if you look them up after the show, they are in a band, members of the Bronx Wanderers, who have a show in Las Vegas, who have been doing it for years and years and years, one of the most successful uh, shows in Las Vegas. I mean, this guy, Vinny, the dad, he's been everywhere. He's a record producer. He's worked with every big name you could possibly imagine. And... Uh, we thought we were interviewing just him, yeah. or actually, no, his the son. son. Yeah. And then he pops on, and Vinny, his dad, pops on. And it was the first episode. It was impromptu. It was both. And the dynamic of having both father and son on the show at the same time was really, really cool. Now, granted, they were much older. He was you know, in his 30s. Dad's in his 60s. Uh, but they've been doing it now for many, many, many years and very successful at it. And seeing that bond between father and son doing it, um, it's amazing, and it's cool to see that you guys do it, too. Like I said, I've known your dad for a long time, man, and uh, it's really cool that you guys get to do this together, man. I, I mean, I can only imagine. I wish I played an instrument. I wish he played an instrument. What are we going to do together when you're older, Dude, kid? Are we going to so just fight? Are we, are we going to UFC? Are we going to play video games? What, what? Tell me later. <laughs> or you can scream it loud right now, boy. 
Nope, he's got nothing. He's being shy. But good on you, too. That is, that is absolutely amazing. Now, the tough questions, Mo. Have we had the talk? <laughs> Tell us what you know about sex, Mason. No. Um, are you... Uh, Just say no to groupies after a show. No. I mean... What are you talking so about? I, I caught Listen him, to your father. I caught him looking at a very attractive girl in a very attractive dress. Yeah. I was like, this is... This is part of it, son, and he looked very... <laughs> if you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place, and it makes it so easy, leveraging over 140 40 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Comfortable, <laughs> kind of like he does right now. It's all right. You get used to it. Yeah, but you know what? You switch play. You switch all of us with his high school buddies, and I guarantee it's a different. If it's a different, uh, it's a different look. Right. Then you'd be a lot more comfortable. Like this guy over here, I caught him saying the f word on playing <gasps> playing online Ooh, with his nice. buddies, and, and that was a couple of years. He's shaking his head. He's still lying to me. I heard it, man. I heard it. But it's okay. <laughs> it's fun. Oh, hey, Fred Poole, he's still yeah, over there. Yeah, I'm still over here. Man, sorry, we got, we got, all, we got all into the, the Mo and the Mason. No, that's um, fine. So how did you come about here on this, in this adventure of two-piece face? Actually, I'll ask you this question, that one, and what is two-piece face? Who came up with that name? That'd be Mo. Uh, I didn't have a clue where the name two-piece face came from. So I'll leave that question for him. Uh, I know it has something to do with the mill. Yes, it does. It's very exciting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but how I got involved, uh, I've, I've known Mo, uh, gosh, how many years? I kind of lost track. Yeah. Uh, Was it mid-2000s? Vineyard Church. Yeah, going to church together. <laughs> yeah. And doing music, you know, worship on the stage there. Right. Uh, I didn't know him very well, but I, I got to know him musically kind of like mason was talking about how there's a connection that existed before i knew him personally and uh he you know for me anyways and i'm sure a lot of musicians would agree there's uh, you know you get to know somebody musically and there's some people who they aren't afraid to go balls out you know and i i like that about mo so uh anytime we ended up on stage uh, I felt like I had, because uh, I, I like to look at myself that way. I'm not afraid, you know. Right. I mean, I'm trying to, it's interesting at church because you're trying to, uh, it's like serving food or something, and if it gets too spicy, people don't, some people don't want it. But uh, he also has a, a, a flair for the spicy. Yeah. And obviously, yeah. he's, you know, got kind of a metal uh, edge <laughs> to his sound. I just and, think it's strange that you were in one sentence able to talk about church and balls out in the same sentence. 
Yeah. That's crazy. Speaking like of it. balls out, isn't that usually cake, not you? That's not my department. Exactly. That's, that's Jason cake. cake. Sorry, yeah. Fred Poole. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, well, so for me, I mean, musically, I've, I've kind of uh, chased the music dream my whole life, you know, um, clear back to high school and, like, middle school, even, like, junior high, they called it back then, but... Uh, yeah, I know. We're, I think we're in the same genre here. How old are you? 51. 51, so yeah. About a week. I was a freshman, you and your senior, so yeah. we're, right, we're bred from the same cloth right there. Cool. So, uh, anyways, I, I found myself involved in um, church music, worship, and uh, it's a different venue for sure. But, um, anyways, you know, you, you, it's interesting because you put, it puts you in a situation where you're improvising a lot, you know, because, uh, I don't know, just the rate that songs come at you if you're involved in that genre, uh, it's a... There's no way to be prepared, and so uh, I, that's one thing I really liked about it, and still do. And uh, Mo obviously could jump in there and hang, you know, with the best of them. And uh, I found myself being used by his band and my band, you know, just interacting, kind of cross-pollinating, and uh, we just more and more often found ourselves working together that way. And so there was that musical connection. And uh, I found myself actually in some of the most intense moments, like, like where you're going, you know, you're leading worship, but it's like, oh, my God, this sounds like it could be played on any stage or arena, you know right. what I mean? A moment like that. And so, um, so anyways, you know, you have multiple uh, experiences like that, and you just bond over it. And so um, fast forward, he approached me about playing guitar, actually, right? And he came I don't over. have my own book, so I'm like, well, I know a guy that wrote a book about guitar. I'll hit him. <laughs> right? <up."> yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, at, at first, I, I mean, I'm, I'm like, well, I'm not going to say no to any project, you know. Uh, I don't have my hands quite full yet, you know. I'm not having to say no. So uh, I figure it'll be fun. Uh, it'll be different because it's more like uh, hard rock slash metal. And uh, I started trying to learn. See, he classified a genre. I know. No he did it way easier than me. Well, I'm yeah. too attached, apparently. Yeah. It's too personal for yeah. you. I'm kind of riding along. It's like two pieces in, like, in my face. And, yeah. So uh, I, <laughs> I think there was a couple of... <laughs> I, had, I had a couple of practice oh. sessions with him. Sorry, it, 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 it's the phone went... Is that crickets? I was trying to hit a different one. It, it, it'll stop in a second. I, it should. Is that the one that doesn't stop, though? I was trying to do this. Nope. 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 <laughs> That one. There, there we, we go. go. There it is. <laughs> All right. Sorry. I keep interrupting Fred. That's but fine. That's, that's the beautiful fine. thing about a podcast is, 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 you know. I teach middle school. Remember so when I said off the rails? Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's, that's fine. So, um, yeah, we had like a couple of sessions where I was trying to learn his habits because they're his songs. Right. And, uh, and, and in between, I, I thought about uh, the kind of homework that was for me. And I thought, you know, if I play bass... So switch roles with Mo. We, yeah. we could be ready to do a show like in a week or two instead of months, you know. Right. Uh, because there's all kinds of nuances, you know, to any anybody's style. Uh, and if I'm going to be playing the guitar, he's going to want, the, you know, I do it like this. There's a little mute right there. And it's like, you know what? You know all your habits. Why don't you do it? And uh, uh, and I. I don't know what his feelings are about this, but I'm going to ponder it out loud here. Uh-oh. That I, I feel like he, he, he may not have known that he could do it, 
because playing and singing is it's a handful you know you answered my next and, question and then you know either way though you'd be playing the bass and singing so it'd still be yeah. challenging maybe in my opinion even more challenging the guitar for me is easier than to play bass and sing right but either way uh, I just I just want to uh, publicly uh, you know share that I, I I really respect what he does and I, I was telling him that <laughs> last time we were practicing because uh, some of the syncopations that he pulls off, you know, they're no joke. And, and uh, yeah, you know, yeah, if you play an instrument and sing at the same time, you know what I mean? It's not, it's not all a piece of cake. Oh, know? of course not. I mean, yeah. I, I couldn't even imagine, man. I, I'm coordinated, but not, not like that. <laughs> yeah. Well so, done. Look, you're getting you're getting the props here. I know. I, I think so it was this special. one. No, it's <laughs> where is the hey, nope. I, I'm just gonna stop trying to hit the buttons. I should probably label these, you guys. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> it did. It did. But it got lost in just the move. Push man. them all at the same time and you see what that cool. does. I have a brand new one in the box okay, for you. Sweet. Yeah. Push them all at the same time. Yeah. No. I, I like the fact that Fred was complimenting you and telling you how amazing and you making are. Making me feel really uncomfortable. Is it just three of you in the band? Is it just you it's, three? It's yeah. three pieces of two-piece face. Three pieces of two-piece face. This is getting confusing. So, you know, that really puts him even more <laughs> in the front as a front man. Yeah. You know, to, play, to play the guitar, that's more front man than bass. And to sing, so... You know, and how long I, has the band been together? I've been enjoying watching him just do that role, you know? Oh, uh, we've done two shows. Okay. It's kind of hard to book when you have a 17-year-old right. in the band. And, and, and you can only, only play bars. We can only not play bars. Only we can not. only play... Right all age venues so that's that's been the big speed bump for us when when are you 18 mason do you have to be 21 now to play bars or is it 18 i'm just curious when he turns 18 yeah he'll be 18 next year all right all right got your license no all right he's he's scared of it just like all the other kids (laughs) his age Scared of driving? Uh, God, man, when I was 16, I couldn't. I mean, that was like literally my only yeah. goal in life. They all have anxiety and stuff about it now. I don't, I don't get it. Oh, we could probably spend another hour talking about that, but <laughs> I, I don't, we don't need to go there. Yeah. That's just today's world, apparently. Um, by the way, y'all, I'm sorry if you notice me keep looking down here. Um, we are recording this episode on draft day, and literally the draft is happening as we are doing he the also show, heard so the conversation he had with me about this. Oh yeah, yeah, I yelled at him. He did, um, but don't worry. The Raiders are picking next, and then I'll be done because that's all I really care about. To be perfectly honest, uh, gentlemen, I had a question. I had a really good question. So I know you wanted to know what the band name means. Yes, and it makes sense in my head, but when okay, I, when it this gets, ought to be fun. When it gets out into the atmosphere, <laughs> it gets confusing since there's three dudes in a band called Two Piece Face. So <laughs> everybody's like, "But there's three of you." It's like, "Yeah, because never mind. Just it's just it is what it is." So I make plywood for a living, and, Did. I, and I have I've made plywood. I'm still doing okay, it. Okay, all right. I'm at a different plywood facility because more than one place in the world makes can plywood. make plywood. It's, right, right. It's a thing. Yeah, yeah. Right. Crazy. I, I, I like this place a lot better than the last place. But uh, anyways, a piece of plywood has a face, a core line, a center, and a back. And it has glue. So sometimes you use a full-on eight-foot sheet, and then other times you use two pieces. So you can have a two-piece face, you can have a two-piece center, you can have a two-piece back. So that's not really exciting from a band 
perspective. Right. And it's also confusing, which I didn't think that through. But <laughs> the name's not taken. There you so, go. So nobody go. else has this name, <laughs> and that's half the battle in naming a band anymore. Was uh, Were there any bands out there called Lumber? Uh, I didn't look for that. How about Wood? See, Lumber is not Plywood. Okay. It's a different thing. All right. I don't really want to have to... Is plywood have, taken? We need to have a whole other podcast and talk about... Yeah, we could just talk about plywood. About yeah, but was plywood, plywood taken? Plywood was not taken. Because, I mean, I mean, I'm just throwing plywood. it out there, you know. I mean, I maybe know, that'll be the name of the album. The Two-piece face made, in their brand new album, <laughs> yeah, Plywood. We already got the shirts, so we yeah, can't go Yeah, back. I get it. Merch has been done. It's, you're committed. But I, the, I made an Instagram this week. You did? Wow, That's how Mo. far behind I am. I if, you. if we could go yeah. back to MySpace, I would do that in a heartbeat <laughs> because I... You and Tom. Yeah, he was my friend, and I just... Yeah. It took me two hours to, to make an Instagram. It wanted this, it wanted that, it wanted this, and then I didn't know if I did it right. Yeah, and he's the, like, the two thing verification. Yeah, it's weird. and it's I'm like, getting what? text messages yeah. from it, and I'm like, okay, I got to type this in, and I, that's not my jam. You're not Tom. Yeah, he wasn't yeah. Tom. No. How many years did you take off from dry season to the beginning of this new venture, give or take? Uh, I want to say dry season kind of ended around was it 13 or 14, maybe? Right. Well, the, the last version of it. Yeah, yeah we we tried. We tried without Jesse, and it just didn't work at all. Right. You valiantly tried. And it was pretty good, but, you know, okay. So we're talking close to 10 years then. Yeah. How is it different now? Being in this band? Yeah. Well, the, obviously, the, just the landscape of how things work isn't the same. Like, so much of this stuff is online. You've got to have all this, you know, all it's these crazy. pages and all yeah. this social media and all you do your own marketing and and it's not like you just get a show and hand out flyers and people show up it's, right it's a it's a different beast um everybody's using like modeling apps and computers and backing tracks uh, i know a guy he, he's starting a band and uh he's like yeah we don't have a bass player so we just have a backing track so we don't need mm -hmm. one so they don't need a bit. So you don't have all until those it's time to live perform. Well, then you find no, them. Dude, they're three really doors down. Yeah. So three doors down plays a Brit. There was all backing tracks. Mm -hmm. Their guitars weren't plugged in. The mic wasn't plugged in. Yeah. It was ridiculous. I was like, what? but I don't. That doesn't feel real to me, man. It's not. It's, yeah. So it's I, I get ridiculous. made fun of sometimes because I'm still using a tube amp. <laughs> you know, and I don't have an Axe effects and all this computer right. stuff. I just even if I bought that stuff, I don't think I would set it up right i wouldn't take yeah. the time to learn it because i'm i'm old how do you feel about that fred about this conversation that's happening right now oh, i like i'm kind of an he or, likes technology person i do like technology but you know uh when it comes to playing live um get all that involved and so many things can start going wrong you know uh, i just you know you give me a guitar a bass a drummer and a singer and that's it plugged into a tube amp yep all right, hallelujah, here we go. That's how it should be. And, yeah. you know, no, no, no knocking the, the technology. Now, but since you've got your son sitting here, is Mason, are you, is he into that? Does he know that side of the bands and everything that you're talking about? Talk, child. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> what about the social media? You're definitely up on that game, right? Well, I can, I can help. Okay. I'm not a super big social media person, but okay, I record stuff just on my phone and then post it. Right, people watch it. You know, 
That's all that I need. There you go. That's <laughs> that's go. that's how it works. <laughs> uh, oh. As for me, if if you would allow me to chime in, I Dude, I'm, I'm actually the conscious years not allowed. Pretty Man. pretty involved in technology, I think, uh, because I I produce my own music. Uh, this is my card. I actually have my own band, which is partly why uh, I was okay with taking on the role of bass because I, if I didn't have my own music, I would have been extremely tempted to uh, serve in the guitar role. Right. You know? So uh, you keep talking. I got to check something real quick. And you know, uh, Mo has an appreciation <clears throat> for the synth sound. Uh, which I actually found out about the synth sound because of Mo. He brought this little Korg synth uh, keyboard to church, and I, I naturally kind of thought of it as a, a bit of a joke when I first saw it. I thought, what's Mo doing with this keyboard, you know? <laughs> but then when I heard the sound, it's like, whoa. And uh, so that, yeah, I got to remember, yeah, I, I play bass and I play the keyboard, and I've gotten comfortable enough that... Um, I can actually find the key. It's weird. I'm kind of ADHD, I guess, when I'm playing the bass for this band because uh, he, he changes keys, you know, mm -hmm. and so do I in other situations. But um, I, I guess, you know, to be honest, I, I, I can't say I study your songs. I more experience them when we practice and then when we play live. And so it's kind of an echo of that time on stage at church where unprepared, no problem, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, in the middle of a song, I'll forget what key I was in because I'm busy doing this and then what, what, where, where, you know, where was that at? But I'll find it quick enough that uh, and he made the comment too that he's not worried because if I do make a mistake, it's I'm right back on. Right. And uh, that's a wonderful place to be. You know, it's uh, I kind of liken it to uh, when you're learning another language and you get to the point where you may not know all the big words, but you know enough small words that you'll f explain it and succeed. Mm. Where know? is the toilet? Donde está el baño? So tell me about like what is your you have your band. Yeah. And then you have Moe's band. So what's, what's your band? What's, what's the, the Garland Pool. Okay. And, uh, that and you guys actually, are playing here. Uh, yeah, I'm soon. playing tomorrow night yeah. downstairs. Okay. Two hours. Is that you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's him in the park. He's a handsome a, son of a bitch. Look at him. Very nice coat. <laughs> I know, that's like, like a scarf. I feel like I'm trying to place you. You look like movie star-wise. Right on. Who does that look like? He looks like Littlefinger. Like, right on. A little bit. A little bit. I was putting a Littlefinger... <laughs> Yeah. picture on everything That's he posted right. for a while. I yeah. think he got tired of that. I, I didn't even know who Littlefinger was until you started <laughs> Oh, he's a your conniving <laughs> bastard. I, I know <laughs> now. I've seen the whole series three or four times, but yeah. Oh, So right, how so. do you feel about... Oh, sorry. Nick, dude, yeah, dude well done. Oh, yeah. Forget this, man. I'm out. Okay. Just take it so over. So how do you... <laughs> Mister, I'm going to fucking watch the draft. And <laughs> it's nice that you can run this podcast and scroll on your phone at right? the same time. I feel, no, so, so like, what is your sound good. for your personal project and then... Yeah, I would say my, my sound is a blend of folk and hard rock. Okay. Um, I like to... The last time I did a kind of a... Really, the only big show I've had, I, I did at Barnstormers. And um, I took the... I took a play or a page out of the playbook of Matt Hill because I was playing lead guitar for him and his uh, his sound was to have a cello maybe a violin and, or an upright bass mm -hmm. with the cello and also he had me on electric guitar though he didn't let me get too crazy you know because he kind of yeah. wanted that folky sound I, I I was always 
pushing the envelope as far as the wildness, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, but I think he, he appreciated that uh, to an extent, not, you know, over the top. But uh, anyways, so for my sound, I really have, uh, uh, I, I'd like to think of it as a unique blend of kind of mellow moments and really intense uh, moments. So a blend of folk and hard rock, you know. Nice. Um, yeah. And is it just you, or is it like full bands? Well, as far as in the studio, I'm doing everything myself, but uh, I'm trying to get out more. Okay. You know, uh, being a dad, and a, I'm a teacher, and uh, I've been kind of a hermit, really, and um, I'm really trying to change that at this stage in my life. I don't feel like I, I should know every musician. There's, you could name tons of musicians, and, and you'd be shocked that I don't know them, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I hope to network more, and... Nice. Air quotes. Network. <laughs> he did it. All right. What'd you say? Is the camera off on that one, bud? That one's probably dead. It's all right. We still got this main one, buddy. Um, we're getting close to the end here, guys. Um, you inspired me to ask a question. Uh, I'm going to ask it to both of you. So when he's done, you answer, Mo. You can play a show with any band, artist, living or dead, who you have not previously played with. Who's it going to be? Mm. Well, that's a tough question because... You have to consider who you would blend with, you know. I mean, I, I would love to interact with Jimi Hendrix. Okay. But he's such a show in himself. What would I do? You know, I'd, I'd have to play the bass or something because he is just right. incredible, you know. Uh, but I also appreciate many different styles. I'd have to think, give that a lot of thought because... Uh, well, we don't have that much time. you got to pick I know, one. I know, I know. Let's see. You can always change your mind later. Jeez. And write on the comments on YouTube, you know. know That'll be fine. Led Zeppelin, Black Sabbath... Uh, Ozzy with Randy Rhodes, you know? I don't know. <laughs> we got yeah. four answers. I love it. Mo. So that means I don't have to answer, right? <laughs> nope, you got to answer. So you said that I haven't played with before, but I, I got to go with Jesse. I, uh, I would have to play with Jesse again. Like, yeah. he just made everything so fun. And so that's, that's what... Yeah. Every time I drive to Grants Pass, coming and going, you know the spot, um, I, I do one of these, and, yeah, and I, I point it out. And, you know, he asked me, he's like, you know, why do you do that every time, Dad? And I told him, you know, what happened in the story. And that is quite possibly, no, it is. That's the best answer I've heard to that question of every single guest we've had on. Because yeah. it's personal and it hits right. deep. But, yeah, man, that, I mean, leave it at that. Dude, anybody that knew that guy, he yeah. was such a good guy. Yeah, now you got me wanting to change my answer because uh, <laughs> I, I shared about the Garland Pool and where I got the name for that band is my original bass player was Harold Garland. And oddly enough, he, he died of cancer uh, just six months before my wife did. Right. And so, uh, you know, while Jimi Hendrix and, you know, Jimmy Page and John Bonham and all those guys would be cool, but I have no real connection to those guys. Right. And so if I could have him back and play with him, that would be more personal. But have you played with him before? Oh, yeah. I said, and I also said you couldn't, you've you've already played around that. Yeah, there's, fair enough. <laughs> I, that's, I tried to skirt around it, but that's all right, man. I, that's still the best answer ever. And yeah. I also yeah. want to add that uh, while, I, while I was listening to Mo give his input a few moments ago, I, I happened to cross my mind that, uh, uh, that a lot of music comes out of uh, crisis, you know, because he was, uh, I think, 
it's safe to say the, the birth of a lot of these songs were at a moment in your life when worst you, worst times in my life yeah, are where half went, of these songs came from yeah yeah and for a while there uh, nobody seemed to know where mo was you know uh, i You're, disappeared mr hiatus and the fact that you texted me one time at church you had everybody oh, what you know he texted you back and i felt kind of special about that you know that he he actually fired back and i got to talk to him a little bit uh but still you know he's, he was kind of ghosting everybody i saw you would still i wouldn't say frequently but you would comment on facebook posts throughout that entire time here and there so i got to see a little bit of you or at least see him there and, so he uh, didn't fully disappear and so an interesting <clears throat> common denominator here is that uh what kind of kicked me in the pants I, i've been writing music and recording music for a long time but what really kind of slapped me awake to get more serious was losing my wife and uh the first album that i put out on spotify was love like mary <laughs> and and so out of crisis you know yeah we come alive and and uh it's it's got to be different for me from here on out and uh, well, I'm a middle school teacher right now, and I just just watch my kids exit successfully. Um, Flew the coop. I, I feel like I'm in a in a position to um, go go after my passion more ferociously than right. in, in my past. Because being a dad, you're kind of locked down. You can't just you know. I mean, it, it'd be really hard to live that life and oh, everything that comes yep. with it and hold down the fort. You know. I know. I, I so, struggle with that every day. Yeah. So I think, uh, you know, I, I think that, that the word dad or father it is almost synonymous with some degree of sacrifice. And uh, uh, oftentimes I don't think dads get enough credit for, even if they're jerks, for what they do, holding down the fort and putting up with all of the, what goes on to be a dad. And uh, I'd like to just thank you for putting together this way of honoring dads, you know, in some way, and, and just investigating what it is to be a dad. Quite possibly one of the best compliments we've had on the show. Yeah, Thank, thanks, you. Thank you. We appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, oh, there it is. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and that's literally, that wasn't why we started this podcast. It was there. It was one of the many reasons that we came up with in the very beginning, but it has evolved into that almost being the synonymous reason for us doing the show to get all dads and all walks of life, whether you are in a band called two piece face and we n know you locally yeah. to some crazy a list movie star who turns out to be totally cool and just as down to earth as all of us expect, didn't expect him to be and getting everyone's different views on what dad is in it. They all seem to converge into that exact point and, you know, if we can help out, man, and we are have been helping out, you know, that's that's then it's all worth it. Awesome. Absolutely. I know my dad. My dad has said that he's proud of me most of my life, and I honestly, I, I could say I've taken that for granted eighty five percent of the time. Once you get older, though. Yeah, and so now, being able to be on stage with fans and songs and having my son playing the drums behind me, like that's that's like top shelf proud dad moment yeah and and yeah. those people are cheering for him way more than they're cheering for me <laughs> and, I, and i know that and I'm, I'm totally on board with it but when you asked him that question earlier he was talking about you know i'm doing this but i've got my future which my brain hears 
dad, you're a stepping stone and I'm going to do something. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Which honestly, I'm completely fine with that. And I want to enjoy this time that I have with him doing this project and, and with Fred too, because Fred and I have been in the trenches playing different instruments, different scenarios for just as much. uh, I played it with him as much as the dry season guys. Wow. Nice. And, uh, so yeah. Yeah. That was a shocking revelation when you shared that. I, I, was stunned a little bit to realize how much time we had spent playing music together. Yeah. Yeah. Final question, gentlemen. I'm going to ask Mo first. This is, uh, I like to say, the most important question I ask on this show. In my opinion, it is. Um, so here we go. Unless you have something else, Nick, you want to add beforehand. I have a lot more, but. Well, we could do another episode another do, time. We're do part two. Okay. Uh, Mo. Yeah, I think we could talk for another hour for sure. If you could impart any wisdom or advice on any new father or soon-to-be dad, what is it going to be? Oh, you should have had Fred do this first. Cause I know. I, I know. <laughs> I wanted yours first, though. I don't know. We've all got different backgrounds and different situations and, and different stuff. That's no excuses. And what is your advice? My advice? Love them the best you can and shield them from as much of the world's garbage as you can. That's and as good as answer as I've ever heard, man. Not going to appreciate it until they appreciate it. Right, exactly. And, and you can't have that as an expectation. Easy. E- that was, like I said, awesome. yeah. most, one of the most profound answers ever. And there's no wrong We're answer. We're getting a lot of those on this episode. For some That's reason. the point. <laughs> exactly. I told this wasn't what you were expecting. I know. <laughs> no, it's not. I, I mean, know the, so the much. The coolest thing for me Bef- is that I've learned so much about being a dad. Like, I thought I had it down, seven kids. No. Dude, there's like so many different perspectives and so much that everybody else is like, dude, do this, try this. And that's the coolest thing. Don't ever do that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Before Fred answers that question, I'm giving you plenty of time to ponder and think this one. appreciate that. What did you expect this show to turn out to be before we sat down? Honestly, I don't know. I've I've been out of this kind of stuff for so long. I I listen to Joe Rogan occasionally, but like as far as podcasts and stuff, it's it's not something I, I really gravitate towards. But this has actually been really cool and really fun. So... Sweet. Haven't, it helps that I know you guys. Right. I, I think yeah. I'd be a lot more anxious if I didn't. But, <laughs> yeah. You know. Good. You can obviously tell Mason's getting uh, his great personality partially from me. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you want to say anything else? Talk about drums. I say we do part three with just Mason. Right. <laughs> if I could jam with any band or member, probably be Tommy Vex. Lots of his. Uh, Bands and projects are a lot of similar to the style that I like to play. So There you go, man. That's a great answer. Love that. Fred Poole, the conch is yours. The final question, what is one piece of advice you would give to any new father or soon-to-be father? Mm-hmm. Buy my guitar book <laughs> on Amazon. Uh, let's see. I think, I think what Mo said about loving them best you can and that's, that's a pretty ambiguous thing because it looks different for each person, but that's fine, you know. Uh, I, I think you, you know in your heart from moment to moment whether you're dishing out love or, or something else, you know. Yep. And as far as interacting with uh, your kid, because the question is, you know, advice to a father, uh, and this is just my personal uh, approach, and it comes from experience, you know. I'm, I'm just thinking about the little things that go on with your kids, like uh, trying to get them to clean their room. Uh, I, I have a quick story about that because I think it, it sounds kind of nerdy to, to use this term, but uh, I'm a big 
fan of intrinsic motivation, which means the motivation comes from within them. And I uh, might add, I wouldn't say instilled intrinsic motivation in me. I just naturally had it. But from my dad, I got a lot of extrinsic, like, do it this way or else, you know. Right. Uh, and, and that was fine. That was his style. But my personal style uh, and the way I interact with my kids, for example, um, I, I was in charge of getting them to clean their room. And I got tired of coming upstairs and hearing them suddenly trying to clean because they had gotten distracted, you know. And, I, and I'm a, you know, busy guy, and I'd go back down to my studio trying to record or something, and then I'd come back, and I got to the point where I was, like, taking a picture of the room and going, I bet you you didn't put anything away, you know, and I'd threaten, and I'm going to take all your toys and put them in a garbage bag if you don't have it cleaned up, whatever's left out, you know. Right. And after a while, I just felt like uh, the bad guy coming up the stairs, you know. Yeah. And, and it all changed for me when I finally just decided, you know, I, I got down and started helping them. Like, I just started doing it with them. And all of a sudden, uh, we would get distracted sometimes and play, you know. And I have two girls, so uh, it wasn't the most fun to play Polly Pockets. <laughs> There's nothing with, wrong you know, with tea time, my but, friend. Nothing but, wrong at all. But your imagination is engaged, yeah. and, and, and they saw how I played, and, yeah. and we got a connection that way. They saw my imagination, and I affected them. Just like with my dad, uh, there were moments where uh, I was, like, sketching something, and he's like, let me see it, you know, and he added something. And then we kept adding to it, and there was a connection, you know, and I, from then on, I felt like uh, I could be an artist, you know, because right. he's got the natural ability, and I see that. Just like over here, uh, you, you can't deny that Mason watching you play from way down small all the way up to now has influenced the whole journey, you know. And uh, so anyways, for me, that, that would be my advice is uh, rather than uh, behaving in such a way that, that they feel like, oh, you know, dad's going to get mad if I don't do this, just, just engage, you know, um, and, and uh, partner with them, you know, and that's what's cool about them. It's, a, it's actually, I, I have to say, an honor to watch them, <laughs> watch him cut his teeth as a drummer playing live with his dad. You know, I'm, I enjoy that just as much in some way as if it were my own kid. You know, I, I, I see it. It's awesome. Love that. Awesome, Love man. it. Now, see, in the case of my son, just to add to your point, the intrinsic way, um, I tried doing the dishes with him, and it still doesn't work. So we, we, got, we got worked out. <laughs> Boy, I'm just playing around with you. I'm just playing around. I love you. Man, you have no idea how much I love your face. All right, you guys, man, he is Fred Poole. He is Mo and Mason Provolt. They are friends, and they are a member of the band Two Piece Face. Uh, thank you guys for coming on the show, man. We appreciate it. Let's, let's, let's do it again. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Awesome. You're time. very welcome, man. Thank you. And to everyone listening, wherever you may be listening, and however you may be watching worldwide, uh, thank you so much for your support. As always, we appreciate you. We love you. Um, on the social media, do all the things. Like up, subscribe, comment. Um, send him uh, death threats, and yep. uh, we'll catch you on the very next <laughs> episode of DadCast. You'll have a great rest of your whatever. And check out our brother podcast, Rockstar Dad Show, with Jared and Gary from Bowling for Soup. What he said. That's right. Bowling for Soup. Bowling. Joe, the, 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 the what? The, the Rockstar. It? Rockstar Dad Podcast. Rockstar Dad Podcast. Yeah. I love those guys. How do so we get on their podcast? I'll, I'll hit we'll make a call. I'll, make, I'll text them, yeah. We'll make a call. We, yeah. don't have to, we don't have to all do it Jared's with Zoom. A super cool dude. 
episode. And uh, hey, do you guys, do you have any interest in uh, being on the Father's Day episode? Oh, yeah. It's coming up here in like two weeks. We record a Father's Day episode. It's via Zoom, so we don't have to, you know, you yeah. can literally be, in, you know, wearing no pants. Um, and there's going to be a whole bunch of squares. I'm assuming that was you that texted me. You got with me this, with the no pants, yeah. Right, with as many of our the, previous the, guests from the year we've had. And yeah. uh, there's going to be some some pretty big names on that. It's pretty fun to interact with them. We wish everyone happy Father's Day. We recorded early, and it drops on Father's Day. If that's something you're interested in, we'd love to have you on. I think it's amazing. May 16th. May 16th. But by the time this episode airs, that's going to be well past May 16th. So just keep that in mind. Anyway, I, here we are. Blah, 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 blah. Thank you so much. Catch you on the next episode. See you. Peace.